Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We have an anonymous email here, subject line, law school and the cannabis industry. Ooh, my ears perked up. Hey guys, I have a weird one here for you. I am employed in the cannabis industry in an educational role. Huh. I would like to be a teacher in the cannabis industry. That would be amazing. <laughs> Are you leaving the demon name? <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> as I begin crafting my personal statement, a decision has been weighing on me. Should I play this position up? Perhaps say that I'd like to practice IP law for cannabis companies? <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Okay, I have a science background. So it shouldn't sound too out there. I live in a state where medical cannabis is legal, but still frowned upon in many circles. I have many other accomplishments that I can discuss in my personal statement. So this is not something I need to write about. That being said, one look at my resume or a Google search of my name will obviate the industry I work in. Oh, that's a very interesting use of that word obviate. Remove the need? I don't understand how that works. Here. Well, remove the need. Of probably the one meaning of obvious of obviate, though, is make obvious. That's how anonymous meant it. Yeah. I'm is that a definition now. of obviate? Ben's looking it up. Yep. Let's get a definition of this word. This is a word you're going to see all the time in law. Yeah. So the wait, the only definition I'm seeing, at least in Google, is remove a need or difficulty. Yeah, I would be careful about that use of obviate there, anonymous, because Ben and I both kind of it, it bumped both of us. So, yeah, probably even if it's correct, it's probably not a good choice. Anyway, I get it. You look at your resume. We know what industry you, and you it's are. It's true. I mean, you're yeah. going to have cannabis. It's going to have the word cannabis on your resume. Uh, maybe want to write something about it in your personal statement. But I don't like this idea. So anonymous continues. Could playing up my current role make me an enticing candidate to some and a red flag to others? What say you, gurus of the LSAT and all things law? Avoid the weed talk as much as possible or make myself look like a badass scientist and cannabis professional? Thanks. Keep in mind, Ben, that this is this person's current job, which means it's probably the first thing on the employment section of the resume. So. I don't know that you're going to really hide the weed here. Yeah. Well, so one thing that this person says is perhaps say that I'd like to practice IP law for cannabis companies. I don't like this focus because it's about right. what the person is going to do. And anyone <laughs> right. can say what they think they're going to do as opposed to what they're doing. So if you're doing something noteworthy in your current job, Let's talk about that and just focus on you kicking ass in your current job, doing something well, and then let people decide what they want to decide about the fact that you're in the cannabis industry. It's, it's going to be obvious, as you said. So if they don't like it, fine. But if you stay focused on you doing well at a job, I don't think people are going to care as much. If you try to spin this right. into, oh, look at me, look at me and the future of cannabis. Well, now you are turning the focus away from yourself, you being a killer to you being a cannabis advocate or a cannabis, you know, believer. And that's going to become the focus. And then you are going to turn people off who are really right. 
inclined to not like that. Totally. I think you need to say, I think you need to say, you need to make it clear that you want to be a lawyer. So you need to show yourself as a badass scientist, badass teacher, badass, whatever you are, you're a badass and you want to become a lawyer in the last line. I could see something like, you know, at the very end, one of those toss off, like it's kind of can be a way of wrapping up your personal statement where in the last sentence, you just say something along the lines of, you know, it's crossed my mind that I might be able to apply my science background to work in IP law. I wouldn't necessarily say cannabis IP law, though. Do you even know whether that exists? I, I know. Mean, what it, uh, like, oh, I mean, I'm, people probably have are, patents on strains of weed <laughs> or whatever. Can you I, patent I strains? I mean, I guess Monsanto or whatever patents genetics. I would like this person to yeah. educate me on weed, actually, because I have smoked weed for forever, like since I was in college. And I can't. I have tried every different like strain and, you know, you got the sativa versus the indica to me. They hit me exactly the same. None of the shit does anything to me. Um, it's kind of like wine flavors, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's like I'm not a connoisseur of any of this shit. So I don't know. Maybe you could educate me about that. But, you know, your reader, if they are going to discriminate against you because it has weed on your resume, I don't think you're going to explain your way out of that to that reader anyway. Yeah. And you don't want to go to that school, probably. So if anybody's going to discriminate against you because of the weed thing, fuck off. You're going to go to a different school. And even wildly conservative places now are starting to legalize cannabis. I mean, it's yeah. like undeniable that there is no reason for it to be illegal. <laughs> it's like if you're if you're going to make. Yeah. If you're going to make uh, alcohol legal, then. <laughs> oh, my God. Which, you know, I, I definitely remember yelling about that in college. Right. Like I, I remember like sitting around on campus and it was just like so unbelievable to me that alcohol, which clearly causes major problems, could be legal and weed could be so illegal, even though I had never seen weed cause any problems ever. They, and it was like still back in the days of hysteria, like, oh, no, if we legalize it, then all this shit's going to go wrong. Right. Well, we now have a solid 20 years of weed being legal everywhere. Or I mean, I've yeah. lived in California. It's been like very even when it was only medical, it was still like, in fact, very available recreationally and nothing has gone wrong <laughs> in any of the various states where they have legalized it. There has been no problems. Yeah, well. What is it? It's uh, I think 60 or 70 percent of the country is in favor of legalizing it in a recreational sense. It's actually legislators that are hesitating because of the complexities of I don't know. Dude, it's because of lobbying money from the alcohol industry. That's why yeah. the legislators aren't doing uh, anything. Yeah, yeah. We doesn't it- have as much money behind it because it's always been illegal. So then there's a black market thing. Now, as so- when we start legalizing it more and more places, then weed becomes bigger and bigger business. There's a tax base there, right? Jurisdictions mm-hmm. are taxing weed. And so eventually the money's going to seep into where the legislators are going to actually do something. But right now it's Anheuser-Busch that is, you know, that hates weed. You know where mm-hmm. weed's illegal? In the casinos. <laughs> I live in state line, Nevada, right? And there's fucking yeah. casinos downtown. It's like there they're get literally giving free drinks to people to entice them to gamble. 
and yeah. they've got like pretty stringent. No, uh, you can smoke cigarettes, you know, but you can't smoke weed because <laughs> that's a drug that is not going to lead you to wait, dumping all your money on the blackjack table. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of how the world works, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyway, back to anonymous. Any final thoughts about the whole cannabis thing? Nope. Just what we said. Yeah. Good luck. I, you're going to be totally fine. I, I have a colleague who, I mean, somebody who went to Hastings with me 15 years ago is now like a full-time weed lawyer. So it's not like this isn't a, a known thing in, um, in law schools. And it go, we were just talking about a very similar issue to this. Yeah, it was, it was on thinking LSAT. We just covered an issue where somebody who had gone to a super conservative Christian college was worried that law schools, because, you know, they're perceived as being liberal, were going to mm-hmm. discriminate against him for going to the super Christian college. Yeah. And our response there was like, no, law schools are a business. They want everybody. My response here is, are they going to discriminate against you about the weed talk? Uh, I really don't think so. It's growing big business and, you know, you make yourself look like a badass scientist and teacher and you're going to be just fine. Not an evangelist, <laughs> not an evangelist for anything, right? Yeah. If you come off as an evangelist for God, that might be a red flag. If you come off as an evangelist for weed, that might be a red flag. But if you come yeah. off looking like a serious, hardworking, focused, smart, like you're going to be successful no matter what area of law you go into. Yep. Then that's that's a home run and you don't have to worry about whatever weird background you might have. Yeah. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or Law School Missions news. Thanks for listening.